0: All You Need To Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by LIC. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need To Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 4th of February. Rating agency Moody's has said that India's fiscal deficit projections are higher than expected and slower consolidation will constrain its fiscal strength, Over the medium term, the US based agency said it expects India's nominal GDP growth to rise to closer to 17% in fiscal 2022, higher than the 14.4% projected in the budget. The government's decision to clean up its accounting by bringing the dues of Food Corporation of India onto the main budget added about 0.7 to 0.8% of GDP to the fiscal deficit for the financial year 2021, according to Expenditure Secretary TV Somanathan, who said this in an interview with Bloomberg Quint about 1.5 lakh crore has been repaid this fiscal and another 70000 crore rupees of these dues will be cleared in fy22 at the end of fy22 the pending dues of fci from the national small savings fund will come down to 59000 crore rupees in the big story since markets closed yesterday future group founder Kishore Biyani has been restricted from accessing the securities market by the Markets Regulator, Securities and Exchange Board of India for a year. The market regulator has restrained Kishore Biyani, his brother Anil Biyani, Rajesh Patak, Rajkumar Pandey, and future corporate resources from accessing, dealing, or being associated with the securities market for a period of one year. It has also restrained them from buying, selling, or dealing in securities of Future Retail for a period of two years, alleging violation of insider trading norms. In a statement to stock exchanges, Future Retail said it was understood that the relevant parties proposed to challenge this order in exercise of their statutory right to appeal. While Biani has offered no statement yet, One of his promoter entities, Future Corporate Resources, that has been ordered to disgorge over 20 crore rupees in unlawful gains, has issued a statement that the market regulator's order is untenable. In the commodities space, oil climbed to the highest in more than a year in New York as OPEC and its allies pledged to continue cutting down global inventories. Futures in New York surged 1.7% to near $56 to a barrel last night. A committee of OPEC plus ministers said the group will keep pushing to quickly clear the oil surplus left by the pandemic-induced demand slump. The alliance's effort appears to be working despite a still tenuous recovery in demand. Chinese stockpiles are at the lowest in almost a year. And a U.S. government report yesterday showed crude stockpiles fell nearly one million barrels. In more news back home, the union cabinet has cleared the privatization of steelmaker Rashtya Ispatnikam Limited, according to divestment secretary Tuhin Kantha Pandey, who said this in a tweet. This is one of the companies that was identified to be part of the government's 1.75 lakh crore divestment drive in the new financial year. In Mumbai, the municipal corporation has kept taxes unchanged and increased capital expenditure in its annual budget following the COVID 19 pandemic. To tide over pandemic induced financial loss and meet rising capital expenditure, the corporation will raise an internal loan of Rs 5,876 crore rupees and withdraw Rs 3,836 crore rupees from its reserve fund. In international news, Ant Group and Chinese regulators have apparently agreed on a restructuring plan that will turn Jack Ma's fintech giant into a financial holding company, making it subject to capital requirements similar to those for banks. The plan calls for putting all of Ant's businesses into a holding company, including its technology offerings in areas such as blockchain and food delivery. In international markets, U.S. equities ended more or less flat. And in the Asia-Pacific region this morning, all three early rises have started off in the red. And with that, it's over to Hormus Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today?
1: Good morning to you Alex and to those tuning in. Markets did witness some pressure at higher levels but that did not stop them from ending at a record closing high and registering their third straight day of gains. Both the Sensex and the Nifty are up over 8.5% now for the week. So far, this is turning out to be the best week for the benchmark indices in the last 10 months. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty showed that the index was flat around the 14850 mark. Specific stocks then and it was a one-time gain that took Bharti Airtel into profitability in the third quarter. The telecom major had a one-time deemed disposal gain of 945 crore rupees as it lost controlling ownership in the combined entity after Bharti Infratel merged with Indus Towers. Adjusted for this exceptional item, the company reported a loss of 846 crore rupees for the quarter. Average Revenue Per User, or ARPU, rose to 166 rupees from 162 last quarter. The company has also approved raising funds to the tune of 7500 crore rupees in one or more tranches from time to time. From the broader market space, Astral Poly's results were ahead of consensus estimates. Net profit was up over 80% while margins expanded close to 400 basis points. The company said that sales recovery in the pipe and adhesive segment, which had picked up pace in the second quarter, has further accelerated in the third quarter. It also aims to start production at its Odisha plant in the second quarter of FY22. The board has also recommended a bonus issue of shares in the ratio of 1 is to 3. Apollo Tires saw its revenue rise 17% driven by both replacement and the OEM segment, while net profit more than doubled during the quarter. Margins also expanded over 700 basis points due to cost controls and benign input costs. The tire maker has managed to reduce its net debt to 3,800 crore rupees in December from over 6,000 crore rupees in March last year. It saw market share gains across key segments in its India and the European business while efficient working capital management led to free cash flow generation of over 1200 crore rupees for the year. Inox Leisure reported a net loss of 100 crore rupees in the December quarter as well as an operating loss. The multiplex player recognized rent concessions worth over 54 crore rupees during the quarter. It has termed FY22 as the year of cinema entertainment, banking on a rich pipeline of upcoming movie releases. It hopes to add another 14 screens either by the end of the ongoing quarter or by the first quarter of FY22. Prince Pipes reported a 40% growth in revenue as compared to last year, while net profit nearly tripled. Sales volumes were up 18% from the previous year. The company said that its Telangana facility, where it has recently commenced commercial production, will serve the southern markets and play an important role at a time when the industry is witnessing consolidation. Three nifty companies, Hero Motor Corp, NTPC and India's largest lender State Bank of India will be reporting their results today while broader market names like Avanti Feeds, Bajaj Electricals, Container Corporation, Dalmiya Bharat, Pratap Snacks, Godrej Properties, HPCL, Praj Industries among many others will be reporting results today as well. You can read up on that entire list in our all you need to know copy. Aside of earnings, PSP Projects has received the letter of intent for a project worth 590 crore rupees from a private developer in Gujarat. It has also been declared as the L1 bidder from a regulatory authority for construction of medical colleges at multiple locations in Uttar Pradesh. These projects total to over 1,250 crore rupees. PI Industries ended over 9% higher on Tuesday after witnessing its biggest single-day gain since February of 2016. Most brokerages have raised their price targets on the stock post its analyst call after their third quarter results. Hero Motor Corp has set up a dedicated vertical for Harley-Davidson products and merchandise distribution in India. Ravi Avalur has been appointed as the business unit head of the new vertical. Also, the company has commenced wholesale dispatches of Harley products to dealers from the 18th of January. The company has already onboarded 11 existing Harley-Davidson dealers in key geographies. And also watch for HCL Technologies, which has announced a global strategic alliance with Alderix to accelerate analytics and digital transformation for global 2000 enterprises. That's all from me today, I wish you all a safe day ahead and it's back to you Alex.
0: Thanks, Harmas. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you could listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app?